Hi, friends. Welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. On this podcast, we introduce you to the women of Christ Chapel Bible Church. We share our stories to encourage and equip each other to live out our faith in Jesus. We are so glad you're here. We are diving back into anxiety in our second episode on the topic. We know every situation is different, yet we believe there is hope in knowing we're not the only one who struggles and in learning from others who do. Sarah Stiles, Lori Sultemeyer, and Misty Denman discuss what their anxiety has felt like, how prayer and the scripture have been a comfort for them, and practical tips they use to keep moving forward. Here's their conversation. Well, thanks for joining us today. My name is Sarah Stiles, and I'm here with two of my coworkers, Lori Soltemeyer and Misty Denman. And um, we work on the uh, women's ministry team at Christ Chapel Bible Church, and, and it is a joy working with these two gals. Um, well, today we're excited to talk about anxiety, <laughs> which excitement about anxiety sounds just, it sounds like an oxymoron. Um Each of us is in a different season of life, and we've all had different encounters with anxiety. Um, And the Lord has taught us different things about our experiences um, that we're really looking forward to sharing with those who are listening. And our hope is that after listening to our stories, that uh, you'll be convinced that anxious thoughts can be exchanged with God's peace. Um, So... Again, we're each in really different seasons of life, but one thing we have in common is anxiety. Um, We've each experienced distressful thoughts, uneasiness of mind um, caused by fear of something, um, even in our own seasons of life. And anxiety is obviously a universal struggle, um, but there are certainly levels of it. For some, anxiety comes in seasons and waves, and for others, they've been clinically diagnosed and it's a daily struggle. Um, I'm curious, Misty, kind of where do you fall on that spectrum of anxiety? I would say that my anxiety is not an everyday issue, but what I've always noticed is it's really closely tied to stretches of life that are really busy or just just when I have a really jam-packed yeah. schedule. Um, I, it, the last few years have been fairly intensely busy. I'm uh, I work full time. I've got two teenage boys. My husband started his own business about five years ago, and I've helped a, a little bit with that. You know, and on top of that, you're a friend and a mom and a um, a daughter, and mm-hmm. you know all the different things. And so. I don't mind being busy. In fact, I think I kind of like being yeah. busy. The Anxiety comes in for me when I sit down and look at my schedule every day and see that there is more to do than there are hours in the day to get it done. Um, And some of that is a good thing to be busy. Anxiety is when I think I put pack more into Mm. the schedule than God ever meant for me to put there. So part of what I've got to do is start looking at, okay, Lord, what do you have for me to do today? And what have I added on top of what you had for me? And figure out the difference between the two and take off some of those things that were just things that I added on top of that. Um, One of the things I was talking to a friend about the other day is that... 
um, there was a season when I was a stay-at-home mom and I had lots of time to cook. I really liked to cook, so I'd make fairly elaborate meals and I would bake a lot, and that was fun and satisfying for me. In the last few years, I've had to just choose to really simplify Mm -hmm. that part of my life um, because... There's just not as many hours in the day, and what I realized is my family still gets fed. They still get fed nutritiously. Everybody's fine. Nobody complains. And a lot of what I was doing, um, a lot of that that cooking I was doing, it was more almost a hobby type uh, thing than it yeah. was, you know, like really needing to do that level of it. And I can go back to it someday. This is just not the season for it. So that's just kind of one of those small ways that I've learned to manage. Yeah some of that yeah yeah what about you Lori what's anxiety like for you you know mine probably started in high school I don't think I really recognized it until I was in my early 30s when my dad died and I'm 61 now with three married children and nine grandchildren Um, at the time in my 30s when I started to recognize it we'd bought a new business and we'd gone into debt and um we had three small children, and I was overwhelmed with my dad's death and the reality of taking care of my mom, who wasn't mm. emotionally stable, all kind of piled on, and um, it just kind of hit me. And my anxiety, like Misty's, can come and go uh, seasonally. Um, it comes and goes with seasons of stress, and um, it can manifest as small panic attacks. It can send me to the ER like it has done before, sadly. Um, I also struggle with pretty significant insomnia and have irrational fears about everything from my children and grandchildren's safety to crashing on airplanes. And I now wear um, AirPods when I fly so that I don't hear the changing engines as we're (laughs) taking off and and landing, which, you know, seems to help. Um, uh, But my anxiety, um, you know, during difficult seasons like Misty's, you just, you learn different ways, you know, things that you have to give up. Yeah. And, um, I still have a little bit of irregular heartbeat during those seasons that I take medicine for, mm-hmm. but um, th- that's that's how mine yeah. is. Yeah, the, I think one of the hardest things about anxiety is that sometimes you know when there's going to be a situation where you're like, okay, I know how to prep for this a little bit, but other times it's like, you know, you're triggered by something and then it just pops up and it wasn't on the calendar. You know, you don't know how to deal with it. But um, so my experience with anxiety, it really started ramping up um, when I graduated seminary, which was three years ago, and I'm now 28. And I think my body finally caught up with the speed I was putting it through and the amount I was putting it through because I went straight from college to seminary. And I started going to counseling, um, started seeing a counselor age, I mean, this was three years ago, so again, 25, um, in the fall of 18. And I went to like help move on from a breakup. And, you know, when you go to counseling with one thing, so many other things <laughs> open up. Um, and I think it was the spring of 19 when my counselor suggested um, that medicine would be beneficial to me. And I was diagnosed with severe anxiety, OCD, and mild depression. And today I still have anxiety daily. Um, I often have to remind myself to breathe, to relax, to um, my shoulders will be tense, my stomach will be tense, my jaw will be tense. Anything that can hold will hold. So I have to remind myself to just relax, um, that I'm not really in danger. Um, But it's not as bad as it used to be. I remember um, one, it was a Wednesday morning. I think I'd just gotten to work. Uh, I worked in Dallas um, at a church over there. And for some reason, I just started having a panic attack. And I think that's the first one I had. And 
So I, I couldn't calm myself down at the desk. And so I decided to start like walking around in the church, outside the church. And then um, I even had a friend who called me, uh, or I called uh, him, and he started reading me scripture. Um, and even that didn't help. Um, I was like, okay, I know this is true. And so um, it was funny because there were so many women on campus for BSF, and I couldn't really find a secluded spot to just mm-hmm. chill. Um, so I went back to my boss, and I told him about it, and he was so gracious. He's like, you, you know, take the rest of the day off. Um, and so much of my anxiety has just come from pushing myself too much and being like, okay, you can go further. Um, part of that's actually probably from athletics. So the coach is saying, go faster, go harder. Um, so, but I've learned to listen better to what my body needs, mm-hmm. um, whether it's take that lunch break or take a nap or drink some water. Really, it's okay to pause. Um, and as a perfectionist, it's really hard to give myself grace. But I've learned that if the Lord gives me grace, then why should I demand perfection of myself? You know, um, often when we're in anxiety, it can be really hard to think clearly in that moment. And at least for me, I mean, it looks like for y'all, it's the case too. Um, so when I've had to work on the roots of that anxiety, um, it's usually when I'm not in the moment um, having a panic attack. Um, so I kind of have to think about it, you know, in my time with the Lord or whenever it is. Um, I'm curious when when y'all have um, thought about the roots of your anxiety and processed that, um, what have you discovered about where those thoughts come from? Misty, we'll start with you. Sarah, I relate to so much of what you're saying. It makes me wonder if those of us that really struggle with anxiety have some mm-hmm. common you know, personality traits or just ways of thinking or whatever, because when I've really thought about it, one of the things that I have decided is that I have always put more pressure on myself to perform or whatever than either my parents ever put on me or a teacher or a coach, or certainly now I realize and the Lord puts on me. I ask for more more myself than anybody else does. And that has been the root of a lot of my anxiety. And I'm, I'm trying the older I get to be wiser about that and to recognize that and to... Um, and to let the Lord dictate what He asks of me and to be obedient to that instead of let myself mm-hmm. get in the way of what I expect of myself. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I'm not sure if that makes sense, but mm-hmm. everything totally. you said resonated with me yeah. so, yeah. so much. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Lori, what about you? You know, looking back, I think a lot of mine is just not trusting God, you know, not being willing to open up my hands and say, I'm going to surrender this to you, God. even though I might not like the answer, but most of the time my anxiety comes is because I don't want to trust Him because I'm afraid I'm not going to like the answer. (laughs) And so I spend way too much time, and by the time I finally give it to Him, it's I've gone through a lot of anxiety to get there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Sarah, what about you? Yeah, I would say, well, on a superficial level, sometimes it's like a trigger that causes that, whether I I see something or I smell something. um, But that's, there's always something deeper than the trigger. Um, So a lot of what y'all have said is not trusting God is the root. And Mm -hmm. um, I would agree. So um, as I think of an example, um, one thing that can cause anxiety is when I think of myself as, so I'm not married, as single forever, um, because I really do want to be married. Um, but when I break that thought down of, you know, why am I having so much anxiety over this? There are a couple lies I see. One is that, um, well, Sarah, you're not going to be alone forever. God's always been with you. Um, and he's always surrounded me with strong 
believers in whatever season I'm in um, and his own presence as well. Mm-hmm. And the, the second lie is that if I'm saying life would be better with only if I had this, it's mm. essentially telling God, hey, I know what's better than you do, which is, we know is just not wise and <laughs> not the truth at all. Um, and anxiety, I've noticed, is always it's always wrapped up in the what ifs. Um, mm-hmm. Like, what if this happens? What if I don't get married? What if I don't have kids? What if I always have this difficult anxiety? Um, but the Lord, as I've looked back, He's always brought me through the what ifs, always. So He's always going to be in the what ifs of the future, um, especially since like His plans are good, and so or at least will help me become more like Him, and so I can trust that whatever He's planned in the what ifs is going to be good. Um, one thing that really helps me is scripture, going to the truth, um, prayer, uh, grounding techniques, which we'll put in the show notes a little bit of what grounding techniques are. But all those things bring me back to what is, not what if, but what is. Um, another thing that causes a lot of anxiety is just fear of man, or pe- meaning fear of people, um, thinking, what do they think about me? Uh, will they approve of me? Uh and dealing with that ruining anxiety, again, Scripture is really good to turn to um, because it's not, it's not my job to get them to like me. Mm. And w- one verse that I think of that comes with that is, um, am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? If I was still trying to win the approval of men, I would not be a servant of Christ, mm. um, which is, can be such a, um, a lift of weight off of me because there's no way I can please everyone at all. And the Lord has just said, hey, just serve me. Um, so I'm, I'm wondering for y'all, those are some of the scriptures that pop up with me. Um, Lori, what are some of the scriptures that are your go-to scriptures? Well, like you, um, I, have, I had to re- recognize that scripture was going to be a, a pretty, pretty big part of my battle of anxiety in my 30s. When I was seeing it and not really knowing how to handle it, I was... Um, finishing a Bible study um, called Breaking Free, and the author talks about re-wallpapering your mind with with Scripture. And I didn't really understand that at first, about taking your um, thoughts, your anxious thoughts, captive. So I just began, and I have this little spiral that has all my verses in it, and I would just um, write down verses about fear and anxiety, and I would just start, I put them on my mirror, I wrote them in lipstick in my mirror, I put them in my car, and just totally started re-wallpapering mine. So when those thoughts came, I could kind of just say, okay, I don't have to be afraid. Yeah. You know, God's told me in His Word that I don't have to to be walk around in fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, in the past several years, I especially started um, memorizing Colossians 3, um, where it, the first verses in chapter 3 say, to set my mind on things that are above and not things that are on earth, and yeah. for I have died and my life is hidden with Christ and God. And those verses just remind me, you know, that I just need to set my mind on Him and and set my thoughts and everything and surrender that and be hidden with Him because there's, that's where the peace is going to be. Yes. Um, yeah. But that still is just something you just, I still have to keep in my mind and I just have to take captive when that, when those thoughts come. Yeah. Um, but I also think practicing spiritual disciplines of praying, mm. Bible study, serving, worshiping, fasting, scripture memory, and stewardship are pretty important. Mm-hmm. Um, crucial for me and different seasons are going to require different yeah. different spiritual disciplines when my kids were in college and I was anxious for one of them with learning disabilities I fasted pretty much for mm-hmm. all the this child's exams for four years 
And um, I could just see God's hand in, in that with, with that child and with me, just growing me up and showing me that, you know, he has control over that and he loves his child just as much as I do. Um, and another verse that I love that a friend shared with me early on is Psalms 148, mm-hmm. 143.8 that says, um, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love for I put my trust in you. Mm-hmm. Show me the way I should go for into you I entrust my life. And then there's other seasons of life where I've found that exercise, mm-hmm. um, gardening, um, really help too. So I think I think you have to really examine and find those things that yeah. help you. What about you, Misty? Any passages of scripture that help you in your? I ages? love First um, Peter five seven, and I hope I'm getting it right. Cast your cares on the Lord because He cares for you. That one's been really huge for me because I can visualize literally, kind of. Um, taking a weight off of myself and laying it at the feet of Jesus. I've always been, uh, somebody told me I was a kinesthetic prayer, so <laughs> I've always um, been able to focus my prayers and talk to the Lord better as I, huh. if I can walk while I uh-huh. pray. And um, I often will catch myself um, with this one when I feel that anxiety welling up in me and my chest tighten and my heartbeat mm-hmm. get fast and that kind of thing. I'll think, okay, I just need to go walk and talk. And and the casting my cares on the Lord kind of prayer is not organized. It is just a literal like, I'm going to walk and I'm going to talk and I'm just going to tell you everything that's on my mind and I'm just going to put it at your feet and I'm going to trust you with it and we'll sort out all the details of it later. Um, And just that act in my mind of I can visualize laying it down, laying it down, laying it down at the capable feet of the Lord and knowing that He's going to deal with it help me figure out how we're going to deal with it together or whatever. Um, It just feels like that physical weight that comes yeah. off of you. There are times that I kind of had that need to do that and I can't get out and walk. I'll write it down instead and not in pretty handwriting, not in a pretty anything, but just writing it down in that same thing. And it's just getting it off my chest and putting it down at the feet of Jesus. That's been helpful for me. And then, you know, you always have to come back to it um, uh-huh. once you've kind of let the Lord sort it out and calm my mind down, but that's been real helpful for me. Another thing, I loved your, you know, that thought of those spiritual disciplines because a spiritual discipline, a spe- real specific one that I've taken up just in um, this year is to pray the Lord's Prayer almost every morning. And I don't just say the, uh, you know, the the lines, well, I'll say the line and then I'll sort of flesh it out according to what's yeah kind of going on right then. And the the line about um, give us this day our daily bread has been incredibly meaningful to me because it's almost like that re- wallpapering of your mind where it has helped me, it's, it's helped train my mind to ask and trust the Lord for just that day's mm-hmm. daily needs, which yeah. takes away that what if, mm-hmm. because I certainly do that too. What if this next thing mm-hmm. is too big, too hard, yeah. too whatever? Yeah. Um, because in my mind, okay, the Lord and I can do today together, yes. whatever, just yes. but we're just going to do today together, mm-hmm. and then tomorrow we'll do tomorrow together. And then also the remembrance of... Oh, I asked you for this yesterday that we would do, you would help get me through yesterday, and you did. Mm-hmm. Will you help me do that again today? Oh, and good. it has been incredibly, um, it's been an incredibly calming yeah. um, thing for my spirit and my heart, and um, I think helped me to, in a really tangible way, um, remember to trust God 
um, throughout the day in a way I haven't yeah. before. So anyway, yeah. that's been super helpful for Quite me. That. And um, I, I, my initial goal was just to do that for 2021, but I, I think I might keep doing yeah. that for a yeah. long time yeah. to come. So, 2021 has anyway. gone too quickly anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. What about you, Sarah? I know you've got some great thoughts. Uh, yes. Um, well, Philippians 4 is mm. one. Um, that whole chapter is just yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's part of it, I think it's in the end of verse 5. Um, it says, remember the Lord is coming soon. Mm. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray mm. about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He's done. Then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers, and this is Paul writing, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true. Um, I love that version, too. Um, But it's just so comforting to know that there's literally this exchange of, I have this anxiety, and he says, Essentially, in that verse, give it over to me, and I'll give you peace mm-hmm. instead. Um, and another verse uh, that I have, I actually have it. I got it from Hobby Lobby. They have some great decoration, but mm-hmm. I have it on my wall, and I can see it when I uh, lay on my bed. And it's Psalm 46.10, which says, be still and know that I am God. And the other day, it really reminded me that my anxious thoughts can be calmed, um, knowing that I don't have to be the one in control. I don't have to know the future. He does. And I was created literally to be dependent, not independent. Even Adam and Eve before the curse, created to be dependent. Um, and I, as even just as we were talking, I was thinking about, um, I was in a small group once, and I learned that, which everyone I feel like knows this, I learned that I have limits and that limits were literally a part of our creation. Mm-hmm. And we need to honor those limits as we listen to the Lord and what He is asking we us. We forget to them do. pretty easy, though, don't uh, we? Yeah. <laughs> well, I see. I look. I look at a calendar and I put everything. I'm like, it all fits. Yeah. And oh, then I forget yeah. to factor in. I'm a physical being who can't yeah. do Needs all sleep. of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know. I know there's so many more resources that I mean. As we've been talking about this, there's there's books that have come to mind. I was even listening to a song earlier, and I was like, oh, I need to put that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of y'all listening, check out the show notes afterwards. There's some really good resources that we're going to put. Um, and we hope that this time was, I know for me, even just listening to y'all, um, it was really encouraging. Um, and no matter the season that we're in or you're in um, listening or in the unknown season that's going to come, which all of it really is unknown because it's the future, that God promises peace in place of anxiety always. Mm. Amen. Amen. Amen.